Hello and welcome to Lyft, a parenting podcast. My name is Michael Agnew and I am not Kim Myers, the wonderful person who normally hosts this podcast. Uh, Kim has some stuff come up today that she couldn't uh, do this podcast. So she asked me to fill in and host for her. And it totally works out because I'm the student ministry director at St. Andrew. And today we are interviewing two girls in the youth group to talk about life and virtual world and the quarantine pandemic world. Uh, So we have Lexi and Emerson. So girls, if y'all will just kind of introduce yourself really quick. Um, So I'm Lexi and I'm a senior um, and I play softball and volleyball. And yeah, I go to St. Andrew, so... Um, I'm Emerson. I am a senior as well. Um, in my free time, I like to run track. Um, I like to hang out with my friends, and I absolutely love the youth group. So anything that I can do in the youth group, I try to get to. Boom. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, so normally this podcast has Kim talking to adults about parenting and teenage life or, uh, I guess, elementary kid life. Uh, But she thought it would be really cool just to interview and get like a fresh perspective from y'all's point of view, uh, just like a check in about how uh, students are doing in this world. So first question is virtual virtual school has started. There's some in-person school. Uh, So how is school in this semester going for y'all? Um, well, so for my school, we started out uh, the first three weeks and we did online and it was very like we had a lot of breaks between our classes and stuff, but it was also like very hard for me to keep myself accountable with like doing my work. And so it's, it was def- like I enjoyed it, but I felt like I wasn't getting the best like learning experience. And so like now that we're back in person, it's very weird having to be socially distanced. But I do like I do feel like I'm learning a lot more, um, but it's just kind of hard not being able to like go up and talk to my friends as often um, because like I'm a very social person and I like to talk to people and like that's kind of how I get like my nerves out before tests and things like that. And I like to be able to like relate to my friends about like what we're doing in class um, and it's just kind of hard for me to do that. Um, but I mean, it's getting better and I'm just trying to see like the positives out of it. Yeah, totally. So um, I... My school did the same thing that Lexi's did. We started out online for the first three weeks, and then we transitioned to in-person. And some kids decided to stay virtual the whole year, but um, I went back to in-person. And it's just very different because, um, at least when we were virtual, we had to follow a bell schedule, but um, we, and like be on Zooms during, uh, for like an hour and a half, but we still had to like do our work and we're expected to like pay attention in these Zooms and just staring at a computer is not not something that I enjoy to do for the whole day. Um, so that was just very different. I'm I'm glad to be back in in-person, but the school just feels empty and you can't really like socialize with people. Lunch, you have to sit six feet apart from people. So you can't really hear them over all the the uh, loudness in the lunchroom. And just everything is very different. And teachers have just been struggling a lot and it's been very chaotic um, overall. Yeah. Also, like speaking of teachers, the teachers have honestly been taken on like another role as like basically like a, cu- yes. a custodial staff because they have to clean our desks and everything um, before we leave class, like between every single class. And I just like 
if like teachers, they deserve they deserve a lot of recognition right now because they're doing a lot Facts. for us. One hundred percent. Yeah. Some some teachers were like, you can bring your own Clorox wipes and wipe your desk, but like kids don't do that because they just don't want to. So yeah. the teachers have to yeah. do it. Yeah. One of my teachers said the same thing that like it would really help if you would bring your own Clorox wipes and like clean your desk. Um, and I keep meaning to do that, but I keep forgetting. But also, at least in my school, we're not allowed to go to the bathroom during like a passing period. So um, you're, you're expected to like if you need to go to the bathroom, you have to go like during class, which last year and previous years, they would have said like, no, you need to go during passing periods. You're not like missing class. And so they're regulating the amount of kids in the halls like during um, your class period. And so teachers aren't supposed to leave the room when there's kids in there. But some of my teachers have just been like, I'm so sorry. Like, I really just have to go to the bathroom, like stay here don't move like please behave and just like leave the classroom which is nothing like nothing like what would have happened um in or last fall teachers would never do that so that's just very different as well well yeah so what's been like the biggest i guess adjustment this semester for y'all um i guess just like i i think the lunchroom thing is like the biggest thing for me and like um, I like I have to eat lunch on campus because we're closed campus um, and like I don't have the last lunch of the day so I can't leave um, and like we also don't have microwaves which is like that just it's hard to pack my lunch to begin with and to like bring something that's like good and now I like can't even microwave anything so it's just like I don't really know what mm. to bring um, and then also like so I'm in both softball and volleyball and it's very very weird Um with like the precautions that we have to take for it. Cause obviously like we're going to exceed six feet whenever we play, but we have to wear masks before when we go in, we have to take our temperature and we have to fill out this like survey on our phones to make sure that we don't have symptoms. Um, and we have to, every time we're not in the drill or socially, or uh, like every time we're not in the drill, um, we have to socially distance and have our masks on. And so it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to relax during practice and just like hang out with my teammates. Um, and like, we're just now starting, uh, real games, which means we're going to be like riding the bus together, which is going to look a lot different, um, and going to tournaments as well with other teams. And they're going to have us go through like specific exits and entrances. And it's just going to be like very structured. Um, and it's just like, you're not, I'm going to really have to like pay attention to everything. And like, you know, yeah, it's just going to be very weird. Yeah, I would say sports for sure. That's a big change. Um, I, well, I recently quit playing basketball, but I played last year and just hearing from my teammates or like my, my ex teammates, um, just like what basketball looks like now, because basketball is like full on contact sport and they're definitely like sharing germs and all kinds of stuff. And they still like, they're supposed to wear masks in the locker room, but like when they're on the court, they don't have to. So it's kind of just like, what do you want us to do? Like, are we allowed to share our germs or are we not? Um, and that's a, that's definitely a big thing. But now like I'm just in track and, um, track is just very more like laid back in the fact that we can be like six feet apart while running. Um, and so that just looks very different. I would also say, just like in the hallways and during passing period, it used to be like mounds of kids trying to get up. Um, we have like this one set of staircase, this one staircase that is uh, super packed all the time. And now it's like nobody's on that staircase because there's like nobody in the hallways because they stagger our release. Um, so, yeah, just definitely that. And like the social aspect, like Lexi said at lunch, um, I don't have to stay on campus for lunch, but um I know people that do and they say it's just really weird because you can really only sit with like one person and only talk to one person because Mm. you're basically sitting on opposite ends of like a long table, you know, to like respect the six feet. Well, yeah. So like 
socially and just relationally, like with your friends, how is that going in this social distant world? Um, well, so also another thing is like, so you can sign up for in-person or online. Yeah. And so that takes out a solid, like, I think it's 50% of our school is online, 50s in person. Okay. And then like for my specific senior class, it's like 60 people, 60% in person, 40s online. Um, and so that means like we, um, and that means less people in your classes, um, and I've noticed about my classes is I have like the same people in my classes because they want to make yeah. sure that you're not coming in contact with like an excessive amount of people. Mm. So like, like if they if they do need to quarantine some people, like they don't want to have to quarantine everybody. They just want to have to quarantine like the people that are in your classes. Um, and so that if they if they like put, you know, people that have the same classes, like if they give them the same schedule, then like it's not going to be as like, you know, you're not going to be around like a ton of people. And so with that being said, if you don't have any of your friends in your classes, then that's just going to be even harder for you because not only are you six feet away from the people that are in your classes, but if you're not even friends with those people, it's going to be hard to get to know them. Um, And yeah, like I have some friends in my classes, but a lot of like my really close friends that I've like um, had a lot of um, classes with in the past, I don't have classes with. And so it's like I some I like some some of my friends, I feel like I just don't see them all day. Yeah. Um, So that's very weird. That's kind of the same thing at my school, too. I noticed that. I mean, no one like no counselor AP has specifically told me like, yeah, we put you in these classes together so that you're in the same group so that if any of you were to get COVID, like you would you wouldn't be in contact with the whole school. But there's definitely a trend of the same people in my classes. And I'm lucky I have um, my best friend in three out of the four of my classes that I take um, on campus. And like that has been a big blessing because I can just, you know, have her there for questions and um you know, like social aspect a little bit and um, just kind of in regards to how COVID was like during quarantine and stuff. Like I pretty much only saw like two or three people at most and she was one of them. And so it's just been really good to like just keep that up, you know, but I definitely like social distancing. I tried to follow it, but in many high school kids are not. And that is not good um and there already has been like some been some outbreaks like within uh just groups of people going places and stuff that you know you shouldn't be in that big of a group but yeah well yeah so like outside of school um i i guess yeah it's like just like all areas of life it's really easy to be in this rhythm and then you get out of that rhythm and then getting back into that like with so like would you say that there are friends that you expected to be closer to that you aren't just because of having to to be socially distant and just like that stuff and how are you mentally like dealing with that I would say there's for sure people that I thought like um I'm trying to think like all my basketball team like my teammates um I just I was like oh like I'll still be close to them because I'll get to like see them after first period every day like after they have their practice and we can like walk to class and talk and do all that stuff but like now that COVID has hit it's like I pretty much only see one person like only really hang out with that like one or two people outside of school just because I don't want to expose myself um so yeah there's definitely like been change regarding that um and then mentally I would just say like I'm just trying to tell myself like it's going to be for the best you know like even though it's tough that like we don't get to see as many people like in the end I would rather keep myself and my family safe than like exposing myself and like bringing the virus back home to them um or anything you know just my loved ones in general I'd rather just keep them safe than like sacrificing it to go see you know a group of friends or whatever yeah 
And yeah, so like some of the my friends that I don't have classes with, like we're really close friends to where like even if we don't have classes in school, like I, they, I still keep in contact with them, obviously, um, and I still see them occasionally. Um, but that's like a very small group. Like I'm trying not to like go around and see a ton of people, um, but I do keep in contact with like my close, close like inner circle, yeah. even if I don't have classes with them. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. So what would you say is the hardest thing about life right now? I know that's kind of like a deep question, but. I would just say like the adjustment, like it's just been a very big adjustment from going, going from like fully in-person school, like pre-COVID to um, like online school when COVID hit, because that was just like a very different process than what it was now. And then going to like the summer where we didn't really know what was going to happen and like couldn't really see people, but you kind of can. And it's just like, you don't really know what to do. And then now going to like back to in-person school, it just looks so different. And just like the adjustment of that, like physically and both like mentally as well. um, That is just something I would say. Yeah, I feel like definitely um, the one thing that hit me hard was just like the fact that I had so many expectations for my senior year, Mm. Um, expectations since I was a freshman, sophomore, like, like, you know, seeing my friends that were in the grades above me, like getting to see all the things that they got to do and like how much fun they had their senior year and just like having that like last year, like that was what I was looking forward to. Um, And, you know, a lot of those things are going to be taken away. Um. And like, it's just for right now, I feel like I can't really have any expectations because um, back in March, we were thinking like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have an okay summer. Like we're a summer's going to be back to normal. Just wait. And then like that obviously did not happen. Um, And so I don't really know exactly what kind of time frame we're running on right now. And so I've just been trying to like um, take it day by day and not really like not have any expectations for what's going to happen, but just kind of go with the flow with what does end up happening. And then like being grateful for like the things that I do get to do. Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of just add to like thinking, just listening to what you were saying, how I was talking about like the adjustment also like the adjustment with extracurriculars. Like I usually am so busy and like keeping myself occupied is like something that I like to do and that um, I need to do like in order to keep myself like mentally stable as well. And so like the fact that I can't um, like do some extracurriculars like church right now, like we're all um, like we're online or lighthouse is just, it just looks very different. Um, And so that's just been kind of hard too, because I can't like just go and, um, you know, like go to club meetings or um, like come to church or whatever. It's just very, it's just very different. And that has for sure been an adjustment as well. So obviously there's, this is mostly parents listening to this podcast right now. Um, Not specifically like to your parent, but if for the parents listening, what would you say is like the biggest thing that like their high school kid needs right now? This is a deep question. (laughs) Um, I would just say, like, at least for me, stability and support through all this because so much is changing and it all changed so rapidly. Um, Just I think we need to be able to um, be supported and like have that um, stability. Like when we come home that like our home life isn't going to be changing as much as like the outside world is during COVID. I would say just kind of like understanding as well, because like, um, you know, I, I, I find like a lot of people saying like, oh, students and like high schoolers have it like the worst, like right now with all the things that are changing. And like, obviously, like that's going to change from like 
a person to person, like whether or not they feel like that's true. Um, but yes, yeah, so like, and like my parents often say like, I have, you know, no idea like what this feels like for you. Cause like, you know, we're only in high school once. Um, and so it's just kind of hard to have all of these things like taken away and like, we're not going to be able to get this year. Like we're not going to be able to get some of these things back. Um, and so like, I just want my parents to kind of like understand that, um, like, you know, even when I have a bad day, like, you know, this all hurts. Um, and like, I just, you know, they are trying to like understand that and like, you know, give me grace even when I'm like, you know, angry or upset. Um, because like, you know, there's not, well, I'm not just angry or upset for no reason. Yeah. Like there's usually a reason behind it. Especially as seniors too, because a lot of people have like expectations of like, Oh, this is what my senior year is going to look like. It's going to be so amazing. Like all that stuff. And I mean, most of like the big senior stuff happens in the spring, but we don't like, we're not guaranteed that right now just because of, you know, the current, current situation of the world. But, um, I would, yeah, just understanding. I a hundred percent agree with that as well, because, you know, this is our last year of high school and like, we're not going to get it back. And, um, like it just looks very different than what we were expecting our whole lives leading up to this. So, yeah. So one of our favorite things is like in the student ministry is, is having seniors talk to whether it's the underclassmen, like not mean like freshmen and just kind of give some advice for, uh, younger students. So what would you tell your 13 year old self? So like if like a freshman, going through this situation or just like just in general, like what senior advice would you give for your 13 year old self? Um, if I were to talk to my 13 year old self, I would definitely tell them to just like chill out and not <laughs> take everything so seriously and not like put so much weight on all of these issues um, because I definitely burdened myself like way too much for that age. Um, and I always felt like everything was like the end of the world. And I never realized that like God is so much greater than all of those things. Um, and like now I'm definitely, you know, have kind of overcome that in a way. And now I, you know, those, there are certain situations that like, I'm a lot less wavered because I understand that like, regardless of how, you know, stressful things are like God's so much greater than that. Um, and like, I kind of, I just wish I had known that. Um, when I was 13 or when I was like in middle school. Mm. Yeah, I would just say to like soak up every moment of literally everything because it's going to be gone. Um, Like I just think about, I think back to like my middle school days and like I think about like the sports that I played and like the coaches that I had and the friends that I had and like it was just amazing. Like I peaked in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, just I would go back and say like, hey, like soak that up because it's definitely – like it's going to be gone. And like, as soon as you know, it, you're going to be senior and looking at colleges and doing all that. And, um, I also would say, um, don't turn away from your faith when you need that hope the most, uh, and just like keep going even when it's getting tough because like God, like God never leaves you. He's always by your side. Even, um, if you think that he's not when you're struggling through something. Um, and so I would just definitely, emphasize that to uh myself if I was talking to her when I was 13 yeah well I gotta say y'all two like legitimately were two of the most like stud ninth grade (laughs) girls of all time like Emerson would like write these like Devo remind texts and Lexi had more scripture memorized than any person I would go to bible study and like go home and like write scripture down because Lexi (laughs) knew more scripture than I did so like um so I think that both of y'all yeah, like I'm very much excited that y'all are 
seniors. And I think that, yeah, for like this youth group, it's in a, a very hard time. And y'all is just like leaders for a lighthouse or just like people that students can look up to. I think y'all are too like very super wise uh, people. Yeah. Uh, back to the questions though. Um, I guess, yeah. So like, how would you say like your faith has changed throughout high school as much as I was like, y'all were like oh stud gosh. ninth grade, like having scripture memorized and writing devos. Um, how would you say, yeah, that like looking back on your faith over the last four years, what has changed or how has it changed? Um, for me, high school threw a ton of stuff at me. I would even say like in my middle school years, like I had a really strong faith and like I started a Bible study and was leading one at school and like was here at church every Sunday and like was reading my Bible every day. Um, and so I would just say that like even in middle school, I mean, and in ninth grade, like it was very, very strong, but like ninth ninth grade, 10th grade, um, just like I started dealing with like my own personal issues and um, that just started to get in in the way of my relationship with God. Not that I like didn't believe anymore or anything, but it was just a lot harder to turn to him whenever um, I needed to the most. And so I would say like my 10th grade and 11th grade years were just a little bit tougher. And um, now like I'm, I'm really trying to like work towards um, like what my faith felt like in middle school. Like even if I don't get that back, which I might not ever, I just want to be able to like have that same kind of like mindset about my faith than I did that I did then. Um, and I honestly think that like COVID has helped that in a way because I've had more time to like um, sit and read my Bible and pray. And like, even when I was going through like my tough time, I was still like reading my Bible every day, but it just was, it hit different than what it does now. Um, and so I would just, yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Well, for me, it's like very interesting because I didn't start going to church till like seventh or like the summer before eighth grade. Mm -hmm. um, and that was when I came here. And like, I I mean, like I went, I went to Christian camp for like, like from when I was six, like up until now. And so that's basically the only reason that I kind of got like raised up, I guess, um, to be a Christian. Um, but I like, I didn't really have a strong faith until like about eighth grade. Um, and it's just kind of like, it just kind of like took off from there. Um, and I felt like I've always had a strong faith, even when I did go through hard times. Like it was like, God was kind of like my, like, he was like my first response for me. Um, and even when things are going bad or things are going good and I feel like I don't even really need God, like I still like recognize that he's there. Um, and it's just kind of been like an unwavering thing for the past like four years. Yeah. That's really good. That is very good. Um, what, what do you think? Yeah. Like, what do you think God has been teaching you or you're like learning about God during this COVID time, during this pan pandemic time? Um, so like, this is, I mean, God's, I feel like definitely God's been teaching me this for like the past two years now. Um, but it definitely just like hit me like a rock during the past like four or five months. Um, is that like all the things that I'm involved in and like all of the people and just like all of like the things of this world are super good and like God created them and they're good. And like, I enjoy them and they, um, and like, they're just big parts of my life, but like they're also very temporary and that's definitely been shown through quarantine um, because a lot of those things were stripped away from me and I was forced to just kind of like adapt to my life without it and I just had to understand that like I like sometimes put too much 
of myself into those things and they end up failing me. Um, and so I kind of just really started to learn that, um, God is the only thing that's going to fully satisfy me always. Um, and that other things like, yes, even though they're good and God created them and like, they are very joyful. Um, they're not always going to satisfy me. Um, I would just say that, um, I've just kind of been learning like how faithful God is and just the fact that like we don't understand what's going on, but you know, like something is going to come out of this and God is doing, uh, has like, has been doing this like for a reason. It's part of his plan. And I mean, that kind of goes for anything in life that like you encounter that is tough. But, um, yeah, I just, I would say definitely that like he's te- like, he's teaching somebody, even it, it might, it might not be us, but like he's teaching somebody through this whole thing. Um, yeah. All right. Um, So Kim normally ends off these podcasts where you can think of one thing to tell a parent or a student. If you just had one thing to tell either of those groups of people, what would you say? We've kind of already asked those questions throughout this, but if you just have any extra wisdom. Um, This is also something that like I've been kind of taught over quarantine. Um, And that's just kind of like a very simple thing that I just like live by. Um, And it's that God's good in all circumstances, like good or bad. And he's worthy of praise in good or bad. Um, I would say this is going to sound like really cheesy, but scout or love like it's confetti. Um, I saw that's a bar right there. Yes. (laughs) Um, I I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Um, but well, just I like, might steal it for a rap one day. Okay, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. I would love that. Um, but yeah, just as Christians, like we're called obviously to spread the good news of Jesus. And that doesn't necessarily look like um, like shoving Jesus down people's throats like that. Honestly, a lot of the times that people um, get to know Jesus is by reading other, uh, other people's actions and looking into that. And I think that um, if we just live like... Um, if we live like Jesus, then we are to uh, show love to everybody around us. And so, yeah, scatter love like it's confetti and give it to everybody around you to show them Jesus. Boom. All right, y'all. Well, for real, thank y'all both so much for doing this. Um, and yeah, next episode, Kim will be back. It won't be me. It'll be, I believe, another interview, though. I think middle schoolers is next. We'll see. But yeah, girls, thank y'all so much for coming. And peace. Peace.